This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. I remember the first time I visited the Union of Jewish Women Officers at Number 1 Oak Street in Houghton. It evoked nostalgic memories of the time I lived nearby as a student. I was therefore saddened to read an email that read as follows. With fond and happy memories, who bid farewell to a grand and elegant old lady, Number 1 Oak Street. For 52 years, she was home to the Union of Jewish Women, a haven of learning and happiness for all communities. To tell me more about this move, I'm delighted to have Cindy Cree, the Executive Director of the Union, join me as we take a stroll down memory lane. Cindy, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Therese. I really appreciate it. Cindy, it's time to move. Yes, it is, after a long 52 years. Uh, What motivated your decision? So, um, as time has passed, we obviously all noticed that Upper Houghton has become part of that urban deterioration, which has also resulted in a lot of the community moving away from it. Um, And slowly because of that, we started finding that our number of visitors decreased, as well as our donors and beneficiaries couldn't find us accessible. So we sat and debated this for quite a long time, and we took the very hard decision um, that it was time to sell and move away from this magnificent property that we had. Cindy, just before we move on to other issues and say goodbye to the house, do you want to recall just some of your memories, some of the activities that took place there, and just describe the house for those who haven't been there? Perfect. So um, Oak Street is a beautiful heritage home um, with the most gorgeous pressed ceilings, wooden floors. It was very spacious and open and very welcoming to anyone who came. Um, I've been involved with the Union of Jewish Women for uh, nearly six years now. And I even remember volunteering there back in the day when I was in varsity and just seeing the memories and the pictures on the walls and just the heritage that it did have. Um, The house was home to adult education our brain boost sessions for Alzheimer's and um, dementia, our friendship club lunches, as well as we hosted domestic worker teas as, and Christmas parties for disadvantaged children um, and workshops such as numeracy, literacy, baking, knitting, just to help uplift our community and the broader communities. Cindy, just because you're moving, it doesn't mean that these activities are coming to an end now, does it? No, not at all. Um w- Obviously, where we moved to, we're looking to still reopen all the projects and programs that we were running and hopefully introduce new projects and programs that now will be way more accessible to the community that just weren't while we were there. While you are um, moving, um, how is the Union of Jewish Women looking at the moment in terms of demographics and going forward? So the Union of Jewish Women, um, one of our challenges is obviously always membership. Uh, because there's within Joburg we've got lots of different organizations and um, that people belong to and we've noticed obviously our memberships also been decreasing over the years which it's part of immigration part of financial restraints part of donor fatigue but other than that we are quite a strong organization we still get things done and we still make a huge impact in the lives of so many South Africans um and yeah, we just continue making an effort where we can. The union is also one of the oldest organizations. I think it was founded in 1931. And what is so special about it is that it looks to both the Jewish community and the broader community. Yes. Cindy, um, 
but also, you know, just kind of going back to my memories when I spoke for the first time at the Union of Jewish Women at number one Oak Street. Uh, it was my first introduction to the, to the house and to the union. And I remember that not only were there men there, but obviously you don't have to be Jewish to be a part of the Union of Jewish Women. Is that still the case? Correct. So just the executive committee is based on Jewish women, but being a member, you don't have to be Jewish. You don't have to be female. Um, we welcome everyone as long as your intent is obviously to do good. And it's not, we, like, we don't base what we do on who you are. Um, we base what we do on a humanitarian need. And in terms of attracting younger women, what are you looking for? So ideally, we, because we're going to be moving in, hopefully, into the Jewish area um, soon, we're going to be looking at projects that we can try include moms to bring their kids with um, so that we can have that generational sense of giving and chesed um, and allow for that kind of opportunity to develop and everything. So ideally, we want students who are in varsity, um, even high school students who are looking for community hours, to come on board and to help us make a difference where we can and where it does matter most. We, we are able to connect, um, people with those who really are in need. Also in terms of people joining, I know I left that very first meeting I had at the union and became a card carrying member of the union of Jewish women, but I haven't attended any meetings. I'm sure there are others like <laughs> me who would <laughs> like to support the union without necessarily kind of giving anything of my time. But I imagine there are those who can give money and those who can give time. Are you looking for both? Yeah. So, um, we always looking for members. Our membership is only 250 a year and that allows you to come and help and bring projects even forward to us if you would like to do that. But um, there are volunteer opportunities through all our different projects and programs. Um, and what I would normally do is if someone approaches us, I sit with them and we discuss, you know, what interests you, where your inspiration is, what you want to make a difference in, and I allocate you to the appropriate project, um, which has worked very well because there's some people that love going into Alex, but then there's other people that don't. So um, we have ways of working around what your volunteer capacity is and what you're interested in doing. Cindy, tomorrow, Saturday, 18th of July, is, of course, Mandela's birthday, special day. What does um, the union have, uh, have in mind for tomorrow? Obviously, we won't do our projects on Mandela Day this year because it is a Saturday. But for Mandela Day, we were inspired by a community that we've been working with through the COVID relief that we've been doing. Um, and what it is is that there are lots of children going back to school with no school bags, no school shoes, um, and even no food. So we are looking to collect school bags, school shoes, and non-perishable food items. Kosher World has gener uh, generously opened their doors to us that we can come sit there on Sunday morning from half past nine to half past twelve for people to come tonight. Um, so. We would love for people to come and be involved. Uh, we will be packing the bags probably on Monday and then um, they will be sent out by Tuesday. Additionally, we actually received notification that the HCI Foundation is giving us 170 food parcels for our Alex Aftercare feeding scheme. Um, and we're also handing out masks through the Discam Foundation. Oh, incredible, Cindy. If anybody would like to get involved, be part of that, what should they do? 
you can give us a shout. We are all still working remotely, um, but our office number is still working. So you can give us a call on 011-648-1053, or you can email us on info at ujw.co.za, and we can have a chat. Brilliant. Cindy, good luck for your time going forward. Let us know all about the new house when you do move. And we wish you, it's an incredible organization and I encourage people to get involved in whatever way they can. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I love being on your show and I love listening to you.